Hello and welcome to this week's episode. Actually, you know, let me just say, welcome to the very first ever part one of Thanksgiving specials with Uncle Dad. And before I get into all these details, that song you just heard was Pumpkin Patch Bash by Paula, P-A-L-A. And you can listen to that track where, Mike? On soundstripe.com. That's right, soundstripe.com. As always, you can go, if you were a content creator of any kind, you can go there, get some music, put license it for yourself, put it in your rap video, your music video, your R&B video, maybe your porno video, whatever you want to put it in. Hey, no. <laughs> Whatever you wanted to put it in, you can put it in. Uh, no pun intended right there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, go to soundstripe.com, use promo code UncleDadTalks10. It gives you 10% off your first month subscription. And it's a, an unlimited library of music you can get in license. And they're adding things almost every day. Uh, and it's great too because if you are a content creator, it's a, it's a great way to be financially efficient with your money and to, to kind of put something out there. Would you agree with that, Mike? I definitely would agree with that. Uh, but yeah, so this is the part one of our Thanksgiving special. The other part of it will be called Rapsgiving. And uh, I'll just say this. We had very two young, talented gentlemen come by uh, the, the, the shop the other day. And that shop is the Bart Bridge Clothing Store, which you can find at 5540 College Avenue in Oakland, California. Come on by. The holidays are coming. Come pick up some awesome clothes. And if Mike's here, maybe Mike will sign a shirt for you. Who knows? Sign whatever you want. <laughs> whatever you want. Any body part. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah. So we had two young gentlemen. We, we had talked a lot about growth and uh, life and uh, the dream. And, you know, you were there. It was a beautiful conversation. Mm -hmm. uh, that's going to be up on, on, I guess you would say, Black Friday. The When you listen to this, it'll be November 25th. And it's a very special day for multiple reasons because it's the day before Thanksgiving. And we're, we're going to talk about Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving memories, what we're thankful for this year, and a bunch of other great stuff. Uh, but also today is the day. And while you're listening to this, you can go to UncleDadComics.com and you can buy, that's right, our very first release that's not related to Mike Hampton. Uh, <laughs> 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 it's related to our, 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 actual, our actual guest we're going to have up here next. And he's been on the show before. And he's actually going to be on the, this Friday episode too, doing some incredible beatboxing. That's right. Adrian H. Scott will be on the show in about 30 minutes or so. It's going to be a good one. Uh, and we're going to talk Superhood, everything about Superhood. And yeah, we're, it's officially on the market right now. So, Mike, they should go buy it. Oh, absolutely. Um, it, it, it's a great book. We have a brand spanking new cover from uh, our good artist friend, Brandon Bracamonte. Uh, and it, it's Which he still needs to come on the show. We'll get him. He's a hard one to pin down. We, but... can, we can go to uh, Zach. I got a mobile studio. Oh, no. He, we, we'll definitely have to do it here. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but okay. Yes. <laughs> All right. So for later in the show, we'll bring on age. But for right now, let's talk motherfucking Thanksgiving. All right. Uh, so I do want to tie it into comic books. And the way I'm going to do so is just, do you actually have any comic book movie or, or actual comic book physical form uh, memory with Thanksgiving at all? Because I actually do. And I'm just curious if you do. Like, do you... Like, is it a movie or even a, a comic book-based movie or a, you know actual comic book, anything like that? With Thanksgiving? No, I, I actually do not. What, what would be yours? So I feel like, maybe not always, but sometimes these superhero movies come out on Thanksgiving. Okay. Around that time frame. And for me, it's, um, I just, superhero movies, I think, are like some of the easiest things to watch with your family, especially if you don't want to be with your family, because some people don't, right? And yeah. it's just a great way to kind of turn your brain off and... I feel like I watch superhero movies almost every year with my parents. I don't know why. 
Uh, but for some reason, the, the memory I have the most fondest of is uh, watching Guardians of the Galaxy with my dad during Thanksgiving. And, you know, my dad's a very tough guy, if you will. But for some weird reason, he just loves Baby Groot. <laughs> it's so weird. Like, and like, I, my dad has seen Guardians of the Galaxy easily probably like 30 times. And, 30? Dude, if not more, I'm not kidding. Um, because it's, dude, like, and he would always tell me, man, I love Baby Groot. I can't get enough of that guy. <laughs> yeah. And so, but then I was thinking about it. If there was like a Thanksgiving themed superhero movie, right? I feel like Guardians of the Galaxy could be, not, maybe not Thanksgiving themed, but like the idea of family. Sure. Could yeah. be in Guardians of the Galaxy, right? I could see that. Yeah. And especially a family that doesn't really want to be together. Right. <laughs> right. Right. But they realize they need each other even if they don't want each other. Right. Right. And so like, I don't know. And maybe like, cause my dad, I think grew up in a very dysfunctional family. And I wonder if maybe, maybe he sees that without really seeing that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah. That's kind of like a memory that I have. And I'm just kind of curious, like if you ever felt that with any sort of movie for Thanksgiving, maybe not comic book related now, just any movie or any sort of medium. No, I, I can't, I can't, one doesn't come to mind. Maybe, maybe the first uh, X-Men movie. Really? Yeah. Uh, now, when you say first one, you mean the one with, uh, oh my God. The first, first X-Men movie. Yeah, that was like, when, was that, when did that come out, you think? Do you remember? Um, I think 2001, maybe? Let's find out. I'm curious. I think it's well, 2001. Well, I looked that up. Go yeah. ahead and continue your story. Well, I, it, I, uh, I didn't see it in the movie theater, but I think I had just gotten my own uh, DVD, first DVD player. Oh, And nice. that was one of the DVDs that I bought. And... I remember watching it during that time, and so you watched I, it by I, yourself. I think so. But yeah. that, how, how is that a Thanksgiving memory? <laughs> well, it was a lonely Thanksgiving. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Um, was that really like a true story? Like you'd watch on you watched it on Thanksgiving by yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be? That's really sad, isn't it? <laughs> because you, because you watch X Men and it's a group. It's like that's my family now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel very close to Hugh Jackman. Yeah. I mean, you got a beard like him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I do. I guess in the in the Logan one, I do. Kind yeah, of. exactly, exactly. Right. No, um, so that came out two thousand actually. Oh, 2000. Wow, that's close. Twenty years ago. Wow, we should do a podcast about the twentieth anniversary of the first X Men movie. Let's do it right now. <laughs> I think actually, we, we just did. <laughs> we just did. It's over. Uh, uh, just about <laughs> a memory about you being sat in a load eating a hot pocket. <laughs> Chicken pot, uh, microwave with chicken pot chicken pie, pie. <laughs> with extra hot sauce in the top. With some Mary Counters too or what? <laughs> oh, I couldn't do this. McDonald's uh, apple pie. <laughs> that you just found in the trash. <laughs> yeah. Some homeless guy didn't want it. You just took it. <laughs> yeah. I asked a homeless guy if I could have it. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's funny because um, you don't think that like these, these convict movies like have been out for so long, but they've been in, in like, I think, in pop culture in, like forever, right? Like just constantly they're, they're here. They're here. I'm never going anywhere. I mean, obviously now they're more prominent than they ever were, but I do feel like, and you know, with COVID happening, I think it does take away the idea of having that family experience, whether you want to or not, but just having that family experience and watching like a superhero movie, like, or, or even any movie for that matter, like any prolific movie, like the Harry Potter's movie, Harry Potter movies are pretty big, right? Mm -hmm. During the holiday season mm -hmm. and your family would go and now you can't do that. So it's like, what do you, mm -hmm. what, what makes up for that now? Like, cause now you're going to be home and, yeah. you know, well, I think, uh, you know, when you said that something did come to mind, the last couple of star Wars movies came out, but they, I think before Christmas, Christmas, yep, more. Yep, yep. Uh, but still, I, I think those, the last few star Wars movies definitely 
I can remember going to the theater with some loved ones and seeing those movies. Very sentimental. I feel a w- dropping feeling in my heart. But um, <laughs> That's not your heart, bro. It's also a way to spend time with your family without really being with your family. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know? And like, and the thing with Thanksgiving, it's like, like I enjoy this, you know what I mean? Like, you know, every week at Uncle Dad Talks is Thanksgiving for me because I'm always thankful for hanging out with you. Oh, <laughs> Oh. <laughs> now, do you feel that in your heart? I uh, guess. Me, me too. <laughs> me too. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Ouch. Okay. Well, I, you know. <laughs> I mean, you didn't have to work here. <laughs> oh, I love it here. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. I, I just think that experience of doing something with your family is going to be different this year, right? Like, it's like you can't go to the movie theater. And again, like, a lot of families probably aren't even going to meet each other this year, I think, right? Well, they're calling for everyone to stay home, but who knows? People aren't going to listen. Yeah. No, I mean, especially when, you know, this whole thing with the governor's at a Napa Valley party. And now he's I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously it was a socially distanced thing and all the, the, you know, they were wearing masks and it was outside. Yeah. But the fact that he was there. But then he's. And now he's telling everyone to be home. You know, it's two separate things. Like, come on, everyone is going out and doing something. Yeah. So you can't point your finger at him and say, well, you did this, so now we sure. can do whatever we want. Sure. Because people already are doing whatever they want. But I think it makes it harder for people to listen to him when he says, stay home for seven days. Don't go spend any anywhere at Thanksgiving. Curfew from 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. 5 a.m. It makes it harder to listen to that when you see photos of him out at Napa. Sure. Party. Sure. Unfortunately. Now, so, and to bring that up, what do you think about and I know this is kind of changing the subject, which is totally fine. Um, what do you think, like, do you really think 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. is really going to help stop COVID spread? I think for a certain amount, I think... Because really, to me, it's just going to stop herpes, in my opinion. <laughs> well, if it stops herpes, then that then then that's all. But it's already too late for you, so... <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> um, I, well, I will say this. Not very much good happens uh, between midnight and four let alone 10 and four unless you're out at a bar and when yeah. you're out at a bar you're drinking sure and if you're drinking you care less and less about a mass sure right do you think that's the logic though like the logic is that oh if we're out drinking you're, you're going to become more like your, your guard is down i've seen it i've seen it so many times oh yeah you know i've i've been out and you're at a table and they're spaced out you're outside or you're at, at an event and there's people around and, and everything's initially set up for for social distancing guidelines but as soon as like the drinks have been flowing people just forget about it yeah and there's no mask there's it just it's just becomes like normal and that's what most people are doing if you're up between those hours yeah i guess i guess that's fair i think what it sucks then i mean obviously what else are you doing Getting herpes. <laughs> getting herpes, right, right, right. <laughs> if you get herpes and COVID, then it's going to be a horrible Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's already bad as it is. Yeah. <laughs> right? You got to tell mom, you got to tell mom, I can't come <laughs> because I got, because you got COVID. No, nah, I got herpes. <laughs> yeah. I can't come over because I have COVID and I can't come because I have herpes. <laughs> I'm your mom. Why are you telling me that? <laughs> well, we're close. <laughs> I'm pretty close to my mom, and I don't know if I would tell her that. <laughs> yeah, I probably wouldn't tell my mom that either. <laughs> mom, I know you're listening to this. Just forget what we just said. Yeah, my, my, mom, my mom doesn't listen, so your mom loves you more. That's right. She does. <laughs> don't Good. you forget it. Oh, hell, I never will, my <laughs> friends. I never will. Um, 
But but I do think my mom loves age more than she loves me. I'll just be fair. Oh so, well, he's, he'll be on in about fifteen minutes or so. We so. could talk to him about it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And actually, what I'm looking forward to, since the idea of like friendship and thanks being thankful, I, I want to have you guys talk to you about your guys' friendship as well. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because you know it's gonna be it's gonna be good. But we'll get there. We'll get there. We're, we're yeah. getting too we're getting too ahead. We're blowing our load too quickly. Yeah. Well, that's the, usually the case. Yeah, right, right, right. Uh, ask around. <laughs> oh, you mean Mike that gave me herpes? Yeah. But he did give me COVID, though. Hey, let's be sensitive to our listeners who may have herpes. You're right, you're right. Or COVID. <laughs> or COVID. You or know, we, we do have a pretty big uh, audience in um, in the UK, and right now I know it's really bad out there. Yeah. So I'm sure some of them may have even gotten yeah, everyone's got herpes over there. <laughs> no, that's I, you know what? That one I won't go with. Because <laughs> uh, they're like our second biggest fan base, and I'm not trying to lose them. So, <laughs> all right, sorry about that. Um, anyways, uh, so Mike, uh, is there any topics you would like to share during Thanksgiving right now? Yeah, I well, I just think being thankful. It's never it's never a wrong time to be thankful for what you have. And, sure. And and just because the calendar says it's Thanksgiving. Uh, it's also just like just because the calendar is gonna soon say 2021, everyone's like fuck 2020. Nothing really has changed. Yeah. So I, I think it's just a good reminder for us to to remember what we're thankful for. And yeah, I'm I'm always thankful for my friends and my family. I'm thankful to be surrounded by artists and creative people like you, like Age, like Brandon, uh, everyone that helps us run the shop that we're here in. Um, I think I'm, I'm very thankful for that. I could be hanging out with a bunch of schlubs, uh, a bunch of biffs, and riding, running around, uh, running into manure trucks all day. So it's funny you bring a biff. Uh, you actually took a photo. You took a photo of uh, in front of Biff's hotel. Yeah, this I year. Did. Yeah, the real biffs. <laughs> yeah. Was it disappointing? No, actually, it was funny because I walked up and I was like talking to someone. I was like, "This, this looks like the." The Biff Hotel, and it, and it wasn't the Trump Tower. It yeah, was, uh, it, but actually was the Biff. Uh, it's on the old uh, what, Fremont Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In uh, in old Vegas, so it is still there. It's really cool. We went inside. It's fun. Stopped each other around. <laughs> yes, for a bit. stopped each other around a little bit. Yeah, it was great. Uh, who are you with? Can we say? Yeah, I was with Grim. <laughs> yeah, which if you ever heard his episode was last week. That's right. Uh, I can't recommend it enough. I thought it was one of our best episodes so far. Yeah, if you love listening to how music is created and, and what it's like, it's a great. Yeah, incredibly informative. Uh, yeah. You, get, you get some nice taste of his music. Yeah, uh, you get to hear your old music, uh, yeah. the Halo Crew. Which, who is rapping on that on that on that portion that we showed? Who's rapping on that? That was these two guys named. One was named Lalo. Okay. And the other was named Mr. Brown. <laughs> okay. And yeah, again, very thankful. Uh, we had lots of great times back in the day doing doing the music well i gotta tell you like the flow is pretty fresh on that yeah like it was like pretty damn good i mean yeah the audio quality is hit or miss but you know and and i listened to that back on the episode and i think within transferring the files it was compression for sure is what happened yeah yeah and so the the it wasn't that we didn't record on that bad of equipment back <laughs> sure, then. Sure, sure. You want to shoot us in the face if that's what we put out. <laughs> but yeah, it, yeah. I figured because you you riffed it directly from the CD. Yeah, and then emailed it. Sure. So that's what I'm saying. Like it probably the compression was probably real poor. That's what I was thinking too. So horrible. Uh, but whatever. Baby Gabe got it in there, and that's all that matters. And you get it. It does give you enough of a taste, I think. Yeah. 
uh, to to really get in that. And then honestly, dude, the, the Captain A song is so good. Well, thank you. I think you got a hit on your hands for sure on that one. Thank you. That's uh, very kind of you to say. Uh, Jeff's shaking his head no, but that's all right. Speaking of Jeff, we got to bring Jeff in real quick for a comedy minute. That's right. Put him on the spot. That's what you get <laughs> for what, shaking your head yeah, no. Yeah, that's what me. you get. He brought it up. Are you ready? All right, here we go. How much do pot stickers weigh? How much? Wonton. Oh! <laughs> I get that wonton. <laughs> I was going to go research. Well, that's what he gets for shaking his head no at my music. Yeah. I thought that was pretty good stuff. Yeah, no, it was a good one. Uh, one time. No, that was good, Jeff. That was good. I liked it. Go to, go to your archive list and get ready. Hey, go get your little junk book. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. Do you remember those days uh, in like grade school and you would get the junk books? Or no? Uh, or did you ever go to grade school? <laughs> I, what? I don't remember. What school? Obviously. <laughs> That's why you're doing a podcast with me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It's, it's getting worse and worse. Yep, yep. That's life right now, man. Uh, so with uh, the Thanksgiving theme, who do you think has the best Thanksgiving dinner in the world of comic books? In the world of comic books? Like an artist? No, I mean like characters, like like the X Men, Fantastic Four, blah, blah blah blah. Guardians got like those kind of like groups or families. Who has the best? Basically, who would you want to want to invite you to their um, Thanksgiving dinner? Wow, I would never have thought of that, but X Men. Really? <laughs> You're gonna sit next to big ass Colossus? I'm gonna sit next to hairy ass Beast. <laughs> and his, his little booty shorts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get some blue fur <laughs> yeah i i don't know i never thought about that but through osmosis of liking the x-men movie around thanksgiving time i i guess i would pick the x-men who says grace um i i know who i who i would think would say grace who professor x yeah but he wouldn't say it he would just put it into your mind yes yes right? actually i was gonna correct myself you actually know who i think would say it cyclops yeah <laughs> cyclops he's like a biff with glasses why? What about you? Who, if you were going to sit with a fictional group of superheroes, who would they be? Mm. You know who would be really sad to have Thanksgiving who? with would be uh, Batman. Because it would be you and him. <laughs> Just, and Alfred. Yeah, standing Alfred there. Alfred would be standing <laughs> there serving you. <laughs> well, you could do the Justice League then, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then Batman's at the edge of the table. Yeah. just like <laughs> Batman's at his own table. Yeah, yeah, no Robins. Robins. The Robins are all with their you know their what happens. To, you know what happens to the first one? He died. <laughs> yeah, again, that'd be the most depressing Thanksgiving <laughs> Thanks, yeah. ever. Yeah, uh, I think for me that's a difficult one. I probably split it between two groups. Like if I had two uh, stepfathers, like you know what I mean? Not two stepfathers, but you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Whoa, your mom's busy. <laughs> like if I had two families, right? Like I guess the first family I would go would be Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Because I feel like they would just have a lot of fun with each other. Sure. Just jerking around and, you know. Jerking each other off. <laughs> jerking each other off. No. Yeah. My, my question is, who says Grace in that group? And I actually think it would be Rocket that would say Grace. It'd be Groot. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Groot, say Grace. I am Groot. And then yeah. Rocket just goes, well said. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, okay. I like it. I like it. And then the second one, ooh, because I want to do two. I don't want to just do one. I want to be special. I have to be, you know. Well, you got to have your backup plan. Right, right, right. Yeah, so while I'm thinking about that, what's your backup plan? X-Men doesn't work out. They don't want you there. Well, then I guess I'll just go sit with sad-ass Batman. 
Yeah, just she's like, you remember? Do you remember the the first Robin? <laughs> what happened? There? <laughs> you want to unpack that? Yeah, you want. Know, that's what we're here for right now. It's about the holidays. We're already all depressed, anyways. I want to I want to say Fantastic Four, but I don't even like the Fantastic Four. Yeah, who does? <laughs> but the thing is, the thing is, without the Fantastic Four, there is no Marvel universe. Yeah. I don't know if you know that or not, but yeah, sure. I mean, because that's basically what starts the universe, right? Like, a, you know, right. Scott Reed or whatever. Yeah, I mean, Fantastic Four is fine. The fine four, maybe. It's a little too family, though, right? Like, meh. <laughs> and it's like, you know, who's going to say Grace? You know who's going to say Grace. Probably Invisible Woman. No, probably Scott Reed. I think the thing should say. That'd be way better. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be way better. Uh, yeah. What do you, What was his thing? Um, He had like a famous, like, Clobbering time? Yeah, he's yeah. like, it's clobbering time, right? Yeah. At the very end. <laughs> All right, everybody, it's clobbering time. That's how we end the show today. <laughs> All right, let's, you remember that, because I sure as hell won't. <laughs> I will, I will. Now, in the world of of Thanksgiving dinners with artists, yeah, what's one artist you'd like to sit down and have a Thanksgiving dinner with? Wow. A comic book artist I'd like to have Thanksgiving dinner with. Yes. Dead or alive? Does it matter? Doesn't matter. Fictional, because none of these artists are gonna have dinner with me anyway. <laughs> I think it'd be awesome to have dinner with uh, Jack Kirby. Oh fuck you yeah! Know? Yeah. I mean, he's obviously the man, and and has created so many of these things that we characters that we love. You know, if I could just have a conversation with Jack Kirby over some turkey with extra gravy, that would be amazing. You're an extra gravy guy. Oh yeah. Are you really? Gravy. Gravy. Oh, I always have a packet of gravy in my backpack just in case I'm out somewhere and need to pour some extra gravy on whatever I'm eating. I'm going to invest in gravy. My next Captain Aho after the guide to getting older is going to be Captain Aho's guide to eating gravy. <laughs> I thought you were say it's going to be called Captain Gravy. I think it should be. I think we should call this episode Wavy Gravy. I do remember Wavy Gravy. Do you know who that is? Yeah. I've met him before. Well, I didn't meet him, but I've mm-hmm. seen him. Uh, I've seen him uh, give a speech before. Oh yeah, and he's amazing. And you know how he got that name? No. So Wavy Gravy, for those who know, is the uh, basically like the, the the hype man, if you will, for uh, Grateful Dead. And uh, he got that name by I want now I don't remember the exact guy's name, but I want to say it was Louis Armstrong. And he was outside of a um, Wavy Gravy was outside of a uh, like a jazz club, and he's all you know being all crazy. Yeah. And Louis Armstrong comes out and goes, "Hey boy, why are y'all being Wavy Gravy?" Wow. Didn't he do the security at Woodstock? Yeah, he was like the hype man there. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. he right. was a big thing for that. Yeah, yeah. I'm thankful. I'm thankful for Wavy Gravy actually, because uh, to be honest with you, that's that moment in my life is I remember it so much hmm. because he was such like a positive guy, and that was before like everything was where it's at now, and he was just so you know because I mean he was part of the movements right to stop the wars and whatever. Yeah, right? huge activist, right? Yeah, and I, I don't know if he's still alive or not. I think. Because this was 2013, so I mean that was a while ago. I don't remember hearing that he died, but I think Wavy Gravy should be at the dinner with me and Jack Kirby. Yeah. <laughs> now, after this, <laughs> so. now that now I bring that up, you're yeah. like, hey, you know what? Well, yeah, and he's just super positive, and I think we could all use a little bit of positivity. Oh God, yeah, you know? especially right now this year. Yeah. Um, this is probably going to be everybody's least favorite Thanksgiving, huh? Yeah, I mean, it, I can't think of a worse one. I'm sure. I'm sure some people have worse ones for sure. <laughs> I think it was a collective, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's yeah. It's gonna be pretty tough. A lot of people. I think a lot of people get depressed around the holidays as it is, you know, because of loved ones that aren't there, or because they don't have a family and they feel like they should, or right. go down the list of those things. Put on top of that the fact that you're not even really able to be around a lot of family. I think it's just gonna be tough. So be extra nice to people and. Smile a little more if you can, and 
shove a gravy packet up your ass and, and everything will be fine, right? Everything will be fine. Yeah. And then with that, really quickly, I want to bring up, uh, <clears throat> we do know that uh, suicide can be very serious during this time frame. So what I want to bring up really fast is if you ever need help, you need anybody to talk to, uh, the suicide prevention line is 1-800-273-8255. Don't be afraid to call for help. It's totally okay. We've all been there, I'm sure. Right. Uh, but I remember now who I would pick for my uh, second dinner. Yeah. The Watchmen. <laughs> Whoa. Talk about a dysfunctional group. Uh, the Watchmen would be pretty awesome <laughs> to have uh, Thanksgiving with, including Dr. Manhattan. But, you know, hopefully he would, you know, cover up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, the Dr. Manhattan with the cover, not the full penis. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's for Christmas. <laughs> right. That's yeah. when we get the mistletoe out, right? <laughs> Maybe for you. <laughs> I mean, hey, do you. You're right, you're right. So with everything kind of going as it is, and, you know, I want to be upfront with everybody. I apologize this episode kind of has, like, no rhyme or reason, but I really wanted to kind of be very old school back in the day with uh, Baby Gabe. Because uh, that's kind of what we did. We just chatted about dumb shit with uh, comic books tied in there somehow, right? Right. And uh, we haven't really done that in a while, and I think it's good that we do that every now and then. Um, and actually bringing up Baby Gabe, I, you know, I, I, we do got to say thank you to Baby Gabe because a lot of people don't know. I mean, I, I mentioned it in the, in the social media uh, postings, but Baby Gabe edits every single episode. Now, if they're shitty, blame him. <laughs> that's right. But if they're great, also blame him. You know, like that's it's, right. yeah. So it's like you know, that's how it goes. Uh, Baby Gabe is a big integral part of the show. Uh, Mike, you took over the helm, and you've been doing an amazing job of it. Thank you. And I, I know Baby Gabe agrees, and Baby Gabe again is. Uh, He's the sound engineering engineering champion of the show. Yeah. And he started a new project that I want to actually shout out real fast. Really? Twitch. Yeah. Uh, do you know what Twitch is, Mike? It's something that the kids are doing these days, I think, right? I mean, pretty much. <laughs> do you really not? Do you not know what it is? Come on. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I'm being serious. Yeah, it's when you play video games. Not just video games. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> it's basically a streaming service where you can watch somebody play video games or Watch some DJ. A lot of DJs do it now. Yeah. I think even artists do it too, right? Right. Yeah. You can watch artists draw, paint. You could, I mean, I have, I know people that even do uh, shows similar to what we do, but there you can actually watch the video. Yeah. Them, you're right. You're right. Which you're right. maybe one day we should do that. Let's think about that. Are you, are you being serious? Yeah. But the thing is, here's the thing. I need one thing though. I don't, I want my face to always be hidden. So we need to get the oh, bag. You can do it like Howard Stern does and you put the microphone with the big screen filter right Right in front of his face. Filter, right? yeah. you know, he, he thinks he's the most hideous man on the planet. Is so that why he, he does just, that? Hi, yes. I didn't know that. He just hides his, half of his face. So, so you, yeah, okay. Know, uh, it's very strategically placed. I never thought about that. Yeah. Okay. I'll yeah. keep that in mind then. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Baby Gabe has started a Twitch channel and he plays video games like a good kid. And uh, his channel is uh, twitch.tv forward slash kingkiller underscore azoth, A Z. O T H and again, Whoa. yeah. <laughs> uh, once again, that is Twitch.tv Kingkiller underscore Azoth Azoth, I should say, A Z O O T H, and just support him. We appreciate it, uh, baby Gabe. I'm sure he'll put a link in to his Twitch channel as well. But yeah, go check him out. He's been playing. I think he played Final Fantasy Tactics recently and some other stuff. I don't know. <laughs> I, you know, I don't really pay attention to baby Gabe that much. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but no matter, I'm very thankful for you, baby Gabe. So thank you. And 
you know, to be honest, thank you, Mike. Thank you just for continually being a part of this. I'm being such a, you're a bigger part of this whole entire movement than I think anybody really understands. Like, yeah, Baby Gabe does the audio now, but I mean, you did our logos. You continually, you know, you, you've helped us bring people on, I would say. I would say that you have, are continually working on stuff to help better us as a, as a brand. And I think we can be, not only am I thankful for your friendship, but I am so thankful for you as a person. And I'm so thankful for you just being here again, dedicating your time and spending an hour of the week. So thank you. No, kiss my shoe. Whatever, dude. Way to ruin it. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate those very kind words. And listen, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a movement and we're trying to do it. And if we're not, if you're not, <clears throat> excuse me, if you're not doing something to try and improve it, then, then why are you even doing it? So I'm happy to be a part of this. But we are going to take a quick break. And when we return, speaking of being thankful, speaking of Watchmen Dinner, we are going to speak to the man behind our release today, Superhood, Mr. Adrian Age. Scott, your dear friend, my new dear friend. Uh, it's going to be fun. We'll be back in about, well, you know. Beep. And this is just your friendly reminder that you can get the latest Captain A-Hole comic at UncleDadComics.com. The How to Do Comics, the 2007 award-winning DIY Best Comic Zine How to Do Comics. Available now at UncleDadComics.com. Wasn't that a treat? If you, that was pretty nice. That little sexy voice we just heard. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> uh, Mike, uh, let's go ahead and just start the second half of the show. Uh, you know, this gentleman here means a lot to you. Well, I know him. <laughs> I know him. Okay, that's kind of I guess how I am too. <laughs> but it would mean the world to me because it's Thanksgiving. We're thankful for our friends. Can you please introduce our guest? The next guest we have is an enigma. He's hailed from the OAK. Don't use that N word. Would you please put your hands together for the one and only Age Scott? Yo, clap my hand. Yo, what's oh, no, up, it's G? It's COVID time. Oh, well, give me a yeah. pound. All right, I'll give you a pound. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Age, what's up? What's up, Uncle Dad? What's up, Is? What's good, bro? What's up, Captain? Hey, what's happening? Welcome what's to the up, show, bro? Age. Thank you, bro. Yeah. It's an honor to be here. Bro. Yeah, you were here recently, and yeah. they'll hear that this Friday. Yeah. Um, how was that bringing back the beatbox? You know, you never know what you're going to be doing when you hang out with Cap. <laughs> beatbox today. Well, that goes both ways. Yeah, no, I know. You never know what yeah, you're doing. Guy. Totally, with this guy. totally, totally, totally. I came totally. in the studio. Yo, yo, you ready to beatbox? Okay, I guess. <laughs> yeah, literally, he walked in, and within 30 seconds, he was beatboxing. Yeah, that's how shit happens. And you'll hear it this Friday uh, for our yeah. special Rapsgiving episode. It's a go to, man. Those kids are. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Those kids were great. They were uh, beautiful kids. <laughs> they were dope though really big shout weird? out to your dude yeah. is that weird that yeah, i say beautiful yeah, kids say yeah i probably shouldn't say beautiful kids rabbit rabbit easy easy e or what <laughs> it was keezy keezy well it was keezy e right yes yeah, yeah. but, but we kept saying queasy i know like we need to change his name but he's dope though yeah so this friday that's a, a little plug for that i guess go, go check it out it's gonna be a good one it's, it's one of our people. best shows i do agree yeah it's, it's super good show. we got live rapping we got live beatboxing you name it man we talk about music we talk about life we talk about all the, all the things that make the world go around, and it was great. 
Uh, but the reason why your age is not only because you've been on the show before, uh, back in the baby Gabe days, we'll call yes, that the, yes, BG, the BG years, right? <laughs> um, so you're back on as official guest again, and it's for a very specific reason. Now, that reason I have talked about here and there, uh, but officially today is the day um, when this airs, which will be November, what did we say, 26th, 25th? 25th? 25th. Yes, November 25th, uh, we will have the book aired, or the book aired, the book out. Um, that book is Superhood, issue number one. Age, let's just go ahead and give us the summary real quick. Give us the summary of Superhood. Yeah. Do you know? What's your elevator speech on Superhood? And go. Now! No! Okay. You know what, the bro? Ball. Like, before we get into the speech, I want to just say oh, <laughs> thank you, bro. Like, for real, Uncle Dad, for reaching out and putting putting my art out into the universe on this platform. I want to say a big shout-out to Mike Hampton. That's my brother. I love him to death. Shout-out to Brandon. That's my dude. Such an incredible artist. Thank you to all the artists involved. Alan, Chris... Not a, I'm just even like back. It's been a minute, like you know. So I want to just say I'm really thankful for this to be my dream to be coming out on Thanksgiving. So yeah, awesome. So tell us about Superhood. Um, if X Men is about kids that go to school for their powers, what about the kids that have powers and can't go to school for them? Now, where does this idea come from? Like, does it come from just you know because you from your from your childhood? Well, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. Your childhood, yeah. Yeah. From, I guess, life experiences, I guess would be the better way to put it. Superhood was the second title I really, like, really stressed because I was the one in Phil, and one of Phil's my more comedy stuff, and Superhood is my, my more serious writing stuff, and um, just trying to do something different. Like, you think about it, like, if X-Men, you know, if X-Men's about these kids that go to school for their powers, what about the other kids who have powers and didn't get a chance? And, you know, you always think about it in the movies, the kids that get powers are always kind of on the upper echelon of society. You never, and even if they're hood, they're not really hood. Like, you know, the, you know, they're, if, if the whole mutant thing is about kids who get born into powers, but are not kids that are on the really the other end of now. the urban less, society. The yeah. Yes. With powers. Do you think, um, thank you, Mike, for saying that. Too. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, Mike's the, Mike's the quick one. I'm, uh, yeah, Mike's the he's always too quick. That's why he's the host, and you know, I just kind of hang out now. It, it's called. It's as soon as gonna be called the Mike Hampton Show. <laughs> right now it's the H. Scott Show. <laughs> hey. God damn it! <laughs> God damn it! Damn. Um, so when you think about that idea about like you know, let's say, um, I guess the word I would I want to say I guess what we would say lower. I guess the less fortunate, right? The less fortunate families, you know, usually fall into brackets where they you know things are like I guess lower income driven or whatever it would be, right? Do you think? there would be like a YMCA for people like that in the world of superheroes? Man, that's a hell of a question. And I can see that. I can see that. Like that's a comic book in itself. Like, and I may just incorporate that into Superhood. Thank you. I'll teach you 10%. Copyright. Copyright. 10%. <laughs> no, for the writing. You, you know, yeah, yeah, you got you, got you. Yeah, I got you on the writing. But, um, but because I bring that up because to me, that's like the thinking, right? The thinking is think about people who are in these less fortunate times, these lower, maybe these lower lower income brackets. What education is available to them? You know, whatever it would be, right? You know, Watchmen, Superhood kind of really came into fruition when Watchmen got hot, hot, and you know, people want reality in their comic books so much, so much. And I'm like, well, okay, well, let me give this hood reality. 
and um, between Watchmen and, um, you know, you see all the comic books that are more and DC are doing and there has to be a, another end to that, another side to all those. Like Gotham is hood, but if, if Batman, could Batman survive in East Oakland if he had to come out to the East Oakland, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm just saying. I, mean, I do feel like Batman probably could handle that. <laughs> Yeah, but if Batman didn't have the billions of dollars exa- right, and that's came different. up in East Oakland, would he be Batman? Or would no, he just get his ass beat? So yeah, right. And I, don't, and I don't think he would be, right? Probably not. Right. That is a story like a superhero who doesn't have money. And you know, that's a simple concept. And Isn't thanks. that Luke Cage, though? Luke Cage is technically like that, right? Wasn't he like uh, in the projects? Well, you guys have seen the movie Super, right? Yeah. Oh, I've with uh, Super, Rain, yes. Rain Wilson, right? Super yeah. is amazing. Yeah, I mean, that's just, that's essentially, he's just a broke dude who... Well, it's also like kick-ass then, right? Yeah, yeah. once yeah. you want to fight crime and, you know, you end up getting your ass kicked most of the time. But in, in East Oakland, you might get shot instead of just getting your ass kicked. Sure, right? sure. Um, so it, it's cool to bring that up, and especially, I think, in today's world, right, of, like, politics and how things have kind of been, I think, uh, seeing a book like that. And that's kind of why we wanted to bring it on Uncle Dad in, you know, I love what Mike does. Mike, you know I do. I love the humor. I love the, even the, the taste of reality. But I think it's always kind of like going to be the trend of Uncle Dad comics is going to be having reality in your comics, right? I think because, you know, Mike tells a story of, you know, how to date. You know, but there is a little bit of reality to that, right? You know, and with Superhood, yeah, it's about, like you said, the X-Men. Uh, it's less fortunate X-Men, if you will. But there's reality to it based on the situations that it's in, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I think... Uh, I don't know, man. I just think there's something very special about that, and I, I'm very happy to have it as our first. Thank you. It's our first, you know, non-Mike project, so it's kind of nice. But in some respects, it's an, it's an extension of Mike because yeah, yeah. this was kind of going into our Thanksgiving theme. You guys have known each other for ages. <laughs> ages. <laughs> you did that. Hey, you win. You, you win. We've been friends for a really long time, and yeah, as much as uh, how, how long? How many years? You know how many years it's been. We've done this so many times, but yeah, it's all good. Well, it, and yeah, I wouldn't be here without Age, and Age would wouldn't be here without me. You maybe this. I, I don't like, know about that, but I definitely you wouldn't be here. There's a lot of pictures of us together. Oh. A lot of videos of us together. Wow, are you guys are you guys ever topless? <laughs> I'm sure one or two, right? Someone who yeah, accused us of being lovers there, before. There, the oh, com- yeah. the oh, time yeah. the comedian thought we were lovers. That's right. We and were asked at, us who was on top. We were at... Definitely, uh, definitely age, probably. We were right in front. <laughs> we were right in front. Uh, What's his name? Artie Lang. Yeah. We were seeing Artie Lang? Oh, yeah, Artie Lang. We were <laughs> right in front. Tell us the story, Mike. It was at uh, Cobb's Comedy Theater in SF, and... Uh, Artie Lang was doing a show, and we were sitting right at the stage, which wow. is always a good place to sit if you want to get thrown some shrapnel, <laughs> and um, or hit with shrapnel, I should say. Yeah, mind you, you know this is Mike's thing. So Mike's like, "Hey, I got these tickets. Let's go." I'm like, "Sure, I'll roll." But he's just like, "I want to be in the front row, front row." So because I want to experience him, but I'm like, okay, sure. Like you know, this isn't really my thing, but that's my dude. I'm a row. Yeah, I'm down to do different shit. But Lord, I was. Go ahead, tell him about the jokes, Mike. I mean, you basically said it. I mean, it's not anything groundbreaking here. We just got called a gay. I mean, weird Eric, gay love. is a is a pretty bad dopehead, so or was. Right? Yeah, I mean, well, who knows what he's doing now? But he, uh, yeah, I don't. You know, you can take a joke, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's a couple of jokes. It's like, who's on top? Who's the gay? You know, 
And then there was like black, a black, a lot, couple of black jokes that like the white people in the room were like, oh, did he really <laughs> just say that? Like, ah, and then he, like he's flaming black people looking at me. <laughs> All you N words or da 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 da. I'm like, looking at me. I'm like, it's cool. <laughs> Don't die, bro. It's cool. Yeah, I'm like, it's cool. Like, I can eat a joke, but it's cool. Like, whatever. It just well that kind of brings it all together right like the friendship right the, you guys are so close people think you guys are lovers like it's amazing and I think like that shows into a lot of like the work you guys do and you know again bringing the idea of like it's extension of Mike you know it's like yeah it's not Mike's book but you're a part of Mark's li- Mike's life so it's still kind of nice to have that out there really Uncle Dad is basically how can I promote Mike's friends <laughs> yeah it's about me and and my best friends <laughs> my best friends but wait there's more. Give it up for J-Man real quick. Uh, J-Man. Uh, here we go. Here we go. When I was a kid, I always thought Chewbacca was an Ewok. What a Wookiee mistake. Oh. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that one. That was like a 8.5. Uh, that was a good one. That was a good one. That was a good one. And we've got Star Wars. That was a strong 8.5, though. That was a 8.7. We've got Star Wars on in the background here in the shop. Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) Yeah, it's what's cool thing about the the Barbridge store. If you come through, you can just kind of hang out, kind of. No, you got to buy something and keep it moving. We can hang (laughs) out. (laughs) With everyone else. They got to keep going. Yeah. Because if you guys come into the store, you actually might see a show. Just no loitering. Just no loitering. Unless you're making a podcast. Right. (laughs) Then that's okay. Unless you bring food, then you can loiter. (laughs) But then you got to go after like 30 minutes. (laughs) Um, H, so the you know friendship uh, is obviously a big part of the today's episode. And would you say your book has something to do with all of the friendship? Well, you know my comic book is not just a comic book. You know, if anyone knows me, like Mike knows, it's a lifelong dream. So for this to flourish on Thanksgiving Day, my boys be involved. Like I said, shout out to Brandon again for the incredible cover. We're going completely off the question. (laughs) No, but uh, no, I mean like like friendship, like. The, the the comic book is a result of friendships. Right, like, but I'm like, saying the storyline, though. Like, is, do you think the characters have, like, a strong friendship at all? So even though these kids have powers and they work together, there are kids that are trying to leave the superhood. Like, um, little storyteller, the one who wants to be a rapper, he's very clear, like, he's trying to get the hell out of superhood. He, like, whereas a lot of superhero groups, you don't, you don't know where they want to be at when they get older. Right. The, these kids, like, they have no yearning of being in this superhero thing like this. They so want that's dreams. Kind of, that's kind of their, their common, uh, common denominator. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like almost, it's like almost every, everything anti of what you know of superhero groups. Like, there's no headquarters. Sure. There's no, like, gadget watches sure. to keep them in the communication. Because it's, the, it's a lower... Yeah, they're just hood income. kids with yeah, powers. Kids. Right, right. So, yeah. Yeah, it's like the, you know, they, they don't, they're not necessarily trying to be a group. They're just like, we're working together to handle this business, and then I'll see you later kind yeah. of thing. Is right? that kind of like the Guardians of the Galaxy, maybe? I think maybe that was their intention, and then they realized they all love each other. So maybe that's where Superhood goes. And you know, like, the thing with Superhood, like, if there's not a conflict, they don't hang out. Like, Beef and Storyteller hangs out, but they're, like, up to hood rat shit. Like, she, she was <laughs> I love in space. That. Like a superhero, you're just like, that's a hood rat superstar, bro. Yeah, yeah, like, like they're like, and, and, like, and, like, Urban Knight is the only real superhero who's on point all the time. But he also, I mean, it's a, it's a cool story. And here's a kicker, like, as much as I write it, um, 
it's like an input of all friends because, like, you know, I mean, it's a result of friendship. I got Mike helping me put it together, Brandon on the cover, I'm on the interior. It's dope. Yeah. Would you say that, that the characters all have different parts of you? You know, like a lot of times, I know when, when, when we're writing stuff that the characters have pieces of us in each of the characters. Would you say that that's true with any of the, with the characters in Superhood? You know, um... Like, in other words, like yeah. different parts, parts of your personality. Yeah, um, I could see that as a, you know, I mean, we're all little kids still pursuing our dreams, so. But aren't some of the kids uh, that X-Men have, or that Professor X have kind of have, like, a lot of issues, right? Or no? I think a lot of them end up having some kind of breakdown. Didn't, like, Rogue have some bunch of crazy-ass issues? Storm went bad, too. Yeah, yeah, so. Storm went bad for Black Panther, yeah, too. Yeah, but see. <laughs> they 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 all kind of had some psychological issues, I think, as to where maybe the the kids in Superhood would steal things from around the mansion and then like hide it in their room and then try to sell it on the block later, right? Is that you know that be the true thing with Superhood is they're so young and brash that I've actually envisioned Superhood meeting like other superheroes one day. Like if store if Superhood were to meet DC, um, they would laugh at Superman, Batman. They will respect Wonder Woman, but they will laugh at Batman in his face because you're like, not only are you old and you still like got baby issues. Like everyone knows Batman's story, but like them, the characters Superhood are kind of powerful. Like I'm written them to to be able to like dance with some of these other heroes if it came down to it. Um, Storyteller get Batman under his hip, like vocal hypnosis. He'll he'll be able to break it easier out of all of them. But like once storyteller says tells Superman, "You're my bitch," and Superman has to do everything storyteller says, like easy. Now, let's actually go over that real fast. Uh, these characters we, we talk about them, but we haven't really introduced yeah, them. Yeah, who so, are these characters? So let's, let's name, go name down the list, them. right? So, uh, however you want to go, you want to go however. But yeah. Um, so we just mentioned storyteller. Storyteller is a like a thirteen-year-old Hispanic kid who wants to become a rapper, and his power is vocal hypnosis. So if you hear him, you're gonna do what he says, okay? And then he now, rolls. With does he his. speak in rhymes when he has to hypnotize you? He 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 chooses to. He doesn't have to, but he does it to build it up. Right. But he he doesn't. He he speaks in rhymes. To create his power, but he doesn't always have to do it. Yeah. He just blurted it out. Like, speak in rhyme real quick. Do you remember the time when I spoke in a rhyme on the podcast? It was fine. <laughs> oh, oh my. Wait. No. Oh, shit. Spit that shit, son. All right. Sorry. No, okay. no, no. Wait, no wait, don't wait, be wait, sorry for on, me. I was getting warmed up. I'm like, shit, he you just, got more? Uh, he, just hip, he just hypnotized me. See, I was <laughs> no, y'all didn't catch Wait. it. He was warming to the beat. All right, so, let me ask you, so let no, me ask you this. You got some more? Well, no, I'm gonna ask you a real question. Um, <laughs> spit that shit though, son. Spit that shit though, son. Go spit Mike, a little hot. You can't crack me. Mike so, will never do it on air. Don't worry about it. He was warming up though. I was that loving was the, that because he was getting uh, hypnosis. Was getting I was doing the hypnosis. So when you're writing his hypnosis raps in the comic, I do. Are those like is those raps that like you're, it's basically like you writing a rap, but you're doing it through the kid in the comic, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I write that. His, I write. I actually write a like a four bar for his power. Yeah, 
Okay. And you practice like wrapping it. Like you look in the mirror and like wrap it at the yeah, mirror. I, like I jack off when uh, I say, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Okay. All right. So I don't okay. jack off. All right. And then who else do we have? So that's I think then there's um, Big Beef. Big Beef is a African-American guy. And his power is he gets stronger by physical contact. He gets bigger. And his name is Big Beef because he likes beef. He likes to start shit. I love. Oh, not, he likes beef, to start not, not eating beef. No, he likes okay. to beef. He, he's the initiate. He's the fuck talking. I'm gonna go in and just fight. And even though he's really big, he really doesn't have the hands he thinks he has. He's still a kid. He's like 16, huge, and he gets bigger. Right, with each blow, he gets bigger. So, so would yeah. you say, on the comparison of that, then would you say that? He's stronger than the Hulk? Um, no, no. But like, if the Hulk were to punch him at his teenage size, he would get knocked out. But gotcha. if he's powered up and he's bigger and he gets hit by the Hulk, he would be able to take a lot easier. But remember, he's a kid. He's going to get stronger as he gets older. Gotcha. And even though he's big, he has weak points. As when I go, I'm going to go into the next character, Urban Knight. Urban Knight is my spin on the Batman take. Like, a kid watches his parents get killed by the bad guys. The bad guys, and then he becomes a superhero, but the bad guys that killed his parents were the police. Police, very relevant. So he, this kid gets his parents killed by the police. He takes the money from some settlements. He goes around the world learning these fighting techniques. He comes back and he booby traps his hood. Interesting. And his power is real hand combat and... He kicks Big Beef in the Adam Apple and makes him choke. And he, yeah, he's like a ninja. So he's like the broke Batman we were talking about earlier. Yeah. 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 Right? Not super broke, but not billionaire. Like, yeah. like right. yeah, not yeah. like, and his money's a lot more secretive. Like, he could walk the streets. Because he's in the trap game, right? He's trapping. Yeah. Like, another thing is, he, in the hood, he's respected in the hood because he doesn't trip off of the guys selling right. drugs. Like all the all the kids and all the teens, they know about Urban Knight because he'll come down and like interact with them. But Urban Knight, Urban Knight actually doesn't mind about drugs being moved. It's just the bigger shit. Gotcha. So he's like, yeah. I mean, I can't stop. He's not even trying to stop dope fiends and shit like that. Like with Batman, right? Being like a a drug dealer. What if Batman really was a drug dealer? <laughs> That'd be insane, right? <laughs> Like he was like Batman's doing his thing, but he also steals drugs. You know what? I could put a spin on that. Like, think about it like this: Batman, if he he has all the resources he ha to take down and really end his villains, but if he were to end his villains, what that, would yeah. Batman do? Right. Like, he would have nothing left to do. He would drive himself crazy. So I feel like when you say Batman as a drug dealer, I say Bat. I interpret that like. Batman creating chaos for him to resolve. Well, that's that that's that storyline with Batman. Like, would all these supervillains even exist yeah. if there was no Batman? Right. And without the storyline referring to is White Knight, right? Well, I think I mean they they talk about that, but that's that's kind of a long running theme throughout sure. Batman stories. Right. Is that all these crazy bad guys exist because they want to take on the Batman? And so, would there even be a need for Batman if if he true. wasn't there. I guess depending on some versions of like the Joker too, right? Because it's like I know the old Joker is like he was 
he did, he was the one who killed the parents, right? Yeah, there, there's different versions, but yeah, sure. See, you know what happened with comic books, bro? Like, comic books started off in a fun space, and it was all fun and jokes, but what happened was people hung on to comics and got smart and grew up. Like, people start interpreting these comic books and really understanding what's the, the backstory. So it's like the comic books grew up and comic book, like certain characters like Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman is actually legitimately still in the safe zone, but Batman and Superman are like lightweight corny. Well, why not suffer like, Superman though? But Superman Batman is definitely corny. Sure, but Superman is technically Wonder Woman, really. Well, I mean, it's all relative. I mean, yeah. I can't stand reading a Superman comic, but I still enjoy reading Batman. <laughs> I mean, it's it's just yeah. to to what uh, you know, and they've rewritten these characters so many times. That's why when when we have a book like Superhood, it's like a breath of fresh air. It's like, oh, sure, there may be similarities between Urban Knight and Batman, or Big Beef and Hulk, but they're very different and unique. And so yes. it's it's a new story and it's a new point of view, other than just here's let's angle Bruce Wayne in this way and change the universe a little bit to create this story sure. but it's still essentially the same story right. recycled so that's why i think it's really important that yeah. people know about books like superhood yep. so that there is an alternative Absolutely. other than just the mainstream thing that we get same thing with the movies it's just the same thing over and over yes I, that's wow that was incredible Could i finish uh, some of the other characters oh please quick? yeah i was actually gonna go back okay. into that yeah all right so zombie girl zombie girl is, all right so superhood actually these guys just kind of walk the streets like just hanging out and they find and they, and they find um zombie girl kind of like just sitting in the gutter and zombie girl's power is zombie girl's power and her weakness is that she feels no pain she feels no emotion she feels nothing so when she takes physical she grows it back and she can like touch you and just give you her pain so um, the same note is that um, zombie girl with her feeling no emotion, no pain, no no feeling. She's not. She feels no love. She feels no no happiness. So as a female, she feels no reason to get clean in the morning. She's not inspired for life. So there's so in the book she doesn't shower. She she reeks of smell. She smells like ass. They're like, bitch, will you shower? You smell like fish. They, they really go bad on They clown her often. Be a, on a and, and they're constantly <laughs> all ragging on her. Like, it's a constant joke. And this is book one, but she finds a love. Like, there's a don't character. Give, don't give the spoilers, bro. I'm not trying to give it all, but she meets a character named Rampage, which is Reggie. And Reggie is like a black. A Rampage is if Beast or Lobo was black. And does he not have a sense of smell? Well, he has a sense of smell, but he has a sense like his, 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 he has a sense of smell. His power is he mutates on the spot yeah. for the occasion, whatever, if he needs fans or, but, but his thing is, um, zombie was the first female to sit down and talk to him. Let me ask you this. Zombie, zombie, this. Does, Did there, you like that? does your inspiration that's a very deep reference oh, I know did you but we a whole minute wait, wait, your, brother that's a comic book reference did you read very deep did you read that teen times no. run no he doesn't read any comic books so don't he read that. no he he knows no, spider-man he, he got he has the spider-man on his shoulder beat. no okay i understand that but every time i talk about comics with you go uh i don't know <laughs> 
right now. Do it right now. Well, I did when uh, I talked about Southern Bastards. Uh, you didn't know what the hell I was talking about. Oh, damn, Remember you that? did. I do. Hey, that was a while ago. Did you read the Joker War in the new Batman? Wait, Joker War? Oh, oh, wait, wait, oh, Joker War? Yeah. He, and he drinks ayahuasca like in, that, in that. He drinks. And then there's the I wasn't Joker. done. You know, let me finish. Yes, I read Batman War or Joker War. And yes, I, w- I read uh, Three Jokers. I own all the covers plus the second print. No, it's not a competition here. <laughs> but fuck I'll go you. on record. My favorite comic book ever is Daredevil 181. Yeah, you could actually, it's funny. I didn't know that about him. And you know how I learned that? It's through our feature we had with Ceylon Skincare. Say that. Let me actually throw that in there real quick. I have. I should probably bring this up, right, Mike? Uh, Uncle Dad Comics and Uncle Dad in general was featured in a, a digital publication that you can find from CeylonSkincare.com. Uh, Ceylon Skincare is a... Uh, Basically, a people of color skincare. It's yeah. really great. For, and when I say people of color, I literally mean people of color. Like, it's not one category. It's for everybody. Uh, it's a great product. I use it myself. Um, but they did a feature on us. Myself. Kind of Mike. <laughs> not really. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Uh, we talked about uh, the brand. We talked about uh, age. Age talked about superhood, his life. All that great stuff, but you can find that for free at SaylonSkinCare.com. Big shout out to Ceylon too, man. Like, they're dope. Seriously, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Let me ask you this though. Going yeah, back go to zombie, your zombie girl. Where did the inspiration for that character come from? Was there a comic book that about zombie chicks that that ever <laughs> oh, yeah, like, okay, inspired that character? Or is that like an homage to this comic? It was a really chauvinistic. I think magazine, it's though. like a. <laughs> or is you that, know what? Zombie chicks. Zombie chicks suck slong. <laughs> Zombie Chalong the one that's in your comic Oh <laughs> No you know what No um, Okay Zombie Chick is a Zombie Chick Wait is that her, AKA is zombie? zombie Girl okay. Her name is actually Zombie Girl They call her Zombie for short But it is like a shout out to Obviously it's a clear representation of Mike's character And actually um, his statue Straight up yeah, zombie yeah, girl. Yeah, 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 zombie yeah. girl. It's and funny. I never really thought about that, but it is like, it's clearly... Yeah, um, you never thought about that? No, no, brother. <laughs> no, 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 no. I thought about it when I was writing it. When that you was came it. up with it, you never... It was never... <laughs> okay, no, no, brother. Okay, okay, well, brother, brother. I'll say this, brother. When you wrote zombie girl... You jacked me. I didn't write zombie girl. That's exactly... See, that's what I'm saying. You didn't write a I zombie wrote girl. I zombie chicks is what yeah. I wrote. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, like, so, so, yeah. so yes, that is what you did. Yeah, that's what you did. <laughs> I just want you to get the name right. That's all. Yeah. All right. Continue. So continue your characters. Let's go back to the characters. Thank you. So, um, no, thank you. Good zombie girl. Zombie. All right. So zombie girl is like the. Sure. Next the, character. Uh, all right. So the next one. Move on. And then the, um, we got a character <laughs> named. It's chaos here, people. Shiva. Shiva is. Shiva. Shiva is the. Isn't that already superhero? Shiva? Shiva, huh? No, no. I'm thinking of Shira. Sorry. No, Shiva. All right, so Shiva. S H I V A. Shiva is a kid. Spell it again? S H I V A. I thought he said S S H I V A. Oh, like, and then um, Shiva. So Shiva is a kid whose third eye opened up and. With his third eye open. When he means that, he doesn't mean his penis. He means his a third his, eye. His, his third brain. eye. It is, and, and so he becomes so powerful that he he doesn't know how to control all of his powers. But what he does know how to do is um, teleport and set up force fields, and that's about it. He's really on the defensive because he's so powerful. But um, he's so powerful he doesn't hang out on Earth. He kind of like has to. Now is that 
Is that's that's the character that's like Doctor Manhattan? Now, right? see, that's the thing. Like, it's it's a spin on Doctor Manhattan. Now, for those who don't know, Doctor Manhattan is, is from the Watchmen. Doctor Manhattan was Maybe. exactly a powerful character, but I always wonder, like, what if Doctor Manhattan was a teen, and if a teen Doctor Manhattan, like Doctor Manhattan, as a doctor, he understood his powers to like control him over time, but as a teen. Bro, you don't know what like he doesn't want to hang out on Earth because he's afraid he'll blow it up. Just practicing. His, so isn't he, that what happened too with the actual Watchmen, right? Like a uh, document hadn't didn't want to be on Earth anymore, right? Then he disappeared. Correct? But he, he went, he went off to yeah. Earth because like he got out of con- touch with people, right? Right. He wasn't. Yeah. yeah he right. wasn't I remember yeah, that. Yeah. 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 You can read the Watchmen. It's great. Great, great, great book. Great like book. you need to reread the Watchmen. Oh yeah, you're gonna call me out like oh, that? Man. All right. Who wrote it again? Alan Moore. I, I thought you wanted him to answer that. <laughs> like, say Alan Moore, but Alan Moore. Uh, I think it was a guy named Alan Moore. <laughs> oh, wow, wow, he got that right. Now, <laughs> so um, this is not really a bad guy because I feel like if there was to introduce a bad guy, there would be Toast. Well, maybe, maybe. maybe. Well, who is the the sort of villain character in the book? Because they got to be there to fight something. Right They're not now, just hanging out. Right now. Not, okay, out so right now. Trapping. All trapping and shit. Um, right now, the first couple books are like being introducing them to the society. Like you, But there will be bad guys. So the, the way guys. that you see it, kind of how I see it in my mind, is that you would consider the, the first three books the origin story. But you know, bro, check. X-Men... Teen Titans, all those are books. Good versus evil outcome sure. comes up. Superhead is more political first, and then fighting bad guys second. Can I say this? Yeah, what's up? I I've, I've read your book, obviously, and I I think there is a villain, but it's not like the villain, like the character, and his name is this, and he his powers are this. The villain is society and the the racism. That's that's in in embedded into the the society and to the system, right? Like, that's kind of what they're fighting against. And you know, agree with that? Yeah, I I absolutely do. And when Superhood gets a Netflix series, Mike's gonna help me write it. That's right. But I'm gonna I'm gonna produce it. You produce it, but like, (laughs) but 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 see, like, Mike gets it, and. That's, I think that's why it's winning because like Mike's gonna be a, a Netflix screenwriter out of nowhere, <laughs> just like. I mean, listen, I, why not? I'll add it to, I'll add it to my Renaissance man app, uh, resume. Oh. He also is a rapper too. Let me tell you about the rap sessions. Well, look, hold on. Let's get to, let's finish Ooh, Superhead boy, and then we'll get to that. Okay, I wanted to kind of bring up something really fast with the Superhead villain idea. I also think now, correct me if I'm wrong, but would you say that Superhood looks at what we may view as good? As evil. So, for example, we view most people in the world view the police as good, but in the superhood universe, are they looked at as evil? In urban, yeah, that's absolutely right. Because Urban Knight, the fact that police killed his parents, sure. Po- uh, the spirit of Urban Knight is Urban Knight hates the police more than the bad guys. Sure. There's nothing apart, but like it's funny when I write Urban Knight, I have to kind of go in a place where. I have to amp my my hate. I don't even hate the police like that. But when I when I write Urban, I have to amp it up to a million and picture sure. myself like picture this. Urban Knight gets the bad guy, 
ties the bad guy up and waits for the police to pull up. Then goes beats the book. <laughs> then goes <laughs> like ties the bad guy up. Just sits there, waits for the police to come. Then go beats the shit out of the police. <laughs> then comes back and then like yo probably even let the bad guy go. Like, like, so like you, yo, you like you got to You saw what happened. Like here, like Urban was sending the message to the bad guy. Like this will happen to you, but. Let me let me go beat the shit out of the police. Now and and I'm sorry. One more t- thing go ahead, go ahead. is the way Superhood meets Urban is that beef and storyteller like like I said storyteller is still a kid. He wants to be a rapper. He wants to get out the hood. He they don't always agree with Urban Knight's ways. Like Urban Knight is constantly asking Shiva for more technology. Like, yo, if I, if you, if you, like Shiva, one power Shiva has is to create things out of molecules. So if he thinks it, it can happen. So Urban has been like, yo, can you make a bomb for me so I could just do this? And he's like, fuck no, I'm not going to do that. Stupid. Gotcha. Do you think also with Superhood, it challenges the idea of what should be looked at as good? Because not necessarily just the bad guy part, but even like the heroes, right? I mean... Do you think a reader will have a hard time understanding, like, well, what they do is bad, but there's good intention behind it? Yes, yes, yes. Watchmen, between Watchmen and Dark Knight, Dark Knight again, the the Frank Miller one, the Frank oh, Miller. Dark Knight Returns. The Dark Knight Returns. After that, everybody wanted real in their comics. They just want real, like, this. and like, okay, fine. And books start getting realer, and that's why I'm like, it's real, but it's not real, like, hood real. Like they want to pay. I'm sorry, but I don't care how they paint Gotham. East Oakland sounds more scary than Gotham to me. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm serious. I'm just serious. Like, so you're. Would you say that if I feel like there's parts of San Francisco that are more there's scary, lots of parts of San Francisco that is right now, more yeah. scary than Gotham. Well, I think Gotham is kind of a, a mix, a representation of the worst parts of all these big cities. Sure put together but right? now gotham not, is a parable correct to a specific city i thought it may be yeah. I mean, chicago, yeah, chicago right, right. But, yep. but i think you know i think reading reading lots of batman or whatever it could be you just plug any city in there it, it's it's right. it's like the the cesspool of, of every city sure and, and and put that together and that's gotham so and, and obviously we're talking about superhood and that's where it takes place is in oakland is that right Bay Area is. You like, yeah. it's not Oakland, Frisco, but it's Bay. Definitely. Yeah. It's definitely Bay. And and, and back to um, Urban Knight, which you're talking about, who would kind of lure police in to, just to just to beat them up. Like, do you feel like, you know, as as African-American man who's probably had some altercations with police that are, have made you very uncomfortable, not that you want to go beat police up, but like, is, do you find that in some way that's kind of like how you've released that like kind of yeah. aggression or feeling towards being harassed by police is like through your comic? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, the way I write Superhood, I mean, I'll tell you this because I love you guys. You, Uncle, and like Mike, bro, like me writing Urban Night is my frustration with the police. Right. Sure. But then my writing of Reggie and Z- Zombie is like keep it real underneath all of it it's a love story like by the end of book five you're like happy to see zombie cleaning her ass and holding hands <laughs> that should also be on a shirt yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean like like seriously like by the time you like you you by by the end of book three like to hear that she's happy 
That's that's I I kind of feel and you know what I feel that watching it from Stephen King reminded me that that's a that's a love story. My, my sure. and, and that's and that really just made me look at love stories different. Like Superhead could be like underlining the love story amongst all this craziness. So was there a, a love story part of your life that you've kind of put into as the zombie and Reggie love story? So Reggie, if you know Reggie, I am I'll say this on Uncle Dad, all the gems are here. Reggie is my spoof off of Red Man. Okay. Red and Reggie is um his name is Reggie or Rampage, backward, backward or Rampage. Picture him being like a Lobo who wears boots and jeans, right? Him and Beef fight. Wait, okay. Reggie and Wait, Beef. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Reggie and Beef are like the Hulk and Thing. Is part Your question of, threw me off. It's <laughs> part of Reggie. And, and zombie, zombie girls love affair. Is yeah. that like a, okay. a, a? Do you have any love affair of your own that you put into that? <laughs> yeah, okay, no, no, I'm gonna say that. Okay, thank you, thank you. In the All same right, way that up. you kind of right. put the yeah, the um, thing. Reggie is a hardcore hip hopper, right? Hardcore. Which you are as well. See, as I am, hard. Right. Um, yeah, a hardcore is. red band fan. That's right. Wait, I am as wait, well. Really quickly, right. really quickly. Is he really? Yeah. A red man fan? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, you you just you just I'm telling these things these are fine. And he doesn't lie. And um <laughs> And to, so who and, and the and, zombie and, girl and is zombie that a girl? Well, let's go to that. Yeah, I'm gonna name. I'm gonna go into that. So it's zombie my, it's actually Mike. <laughs> I'm gonna Zombie Girl, by the end of book three, you find out her real name is Ziana. Is that something that he would know? No, um I mentioned in the book. But by book three, the end of book three, wait, but we, we find out her her name is Ziana and she falls in love okay. with this hardcore hip hop. Right. So, but who's Ziana then? And Ziana is a real person. Yeah. Um. <laughs> or is it Zia- just Mike? It, it's not okay. No, Ziana is not, not a true person. It's actually just like the, the the embodiment of even if you're down, out, and dirty, there's somebody out there for you. So would would it be safe to say that that character is maybe like the 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 the, the envisionment of the woman that you would I can see that want or see that. Yeah, for, okay. see that. right like you know I mean like down in the dumps and then like but you're not down in the dumps I mean you're no beautiful. but she was a, no I know but, but we're was. trying to connect it all together no but I mean, but, uh, but but then like they bring the better out of the, each other like you it's really like I've already and worked who doesn't want that during Thanksgiving that's bring what the, I'm saying yeah, like, like it's, it's really cool to know that um that zombie and Ram- Reggie become like a couple and fall in love and get inspired and yeah, all that good so stuff. So now, do you want to get into some some other Thanksgiving yeah, yeah. activities? No, but thank you. Like I said, thank you, Uncle Dad, for putting out the book. Oh, of course. So with that being said, let me go up? ahead and explain all the options available. So right now, when you go to UncleDadComics.com, you can actually go ahead and buy this book. Now, you can buy it two ways. You can buy it either just the book itself with the bag and board, which is completely resealable for $5 plus shipping and taxes, of course. Or you can actually buy a special bundle version, and that comes with the book itself, a si- sorry, a signed copy of the book by the man himself, H. Scott. And when you buy our bundle edition, the soup, the actual, what I, what I thought was cute, the Superhood edition, you'll actually get uh, the signed copy of it with a uh, special certificate of authenticity from Uncle Dad Comics, and you'll also get two amazing Superfly Superhood stickers, uh, all included for just $15, plus shipping, of course, and taxes. Which isn't bad, man. I mean, it's not bad. The holiday season's coming here. Let's give out the, let's give out 
you know, a story that could be looked at any at really at any angle as a reader, which is great. I think having that flexibility is always great to be like, maybe this is a, a bad group or maybe I love this group, right? There's all these ideas you can get with that. That's amazing. And I think it's a good gift, you know, and here's the best part. You're supporting, in my opinion, a very great, he's a great guy in general. Thank you, thank you. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but yeah, he's a great guy in general, dear friend of Mike, and you're also supporting, which I think the world we need to do so more as 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 Americans, we should support black creators. Thank you, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a good time to be black. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you're but, not but black, it should always be a good time to be black. Yeah, I mean, you know, and I'm that's just, the thing. You know, we're being funny, joking, but like, I mean, yeah. So support a black creator. I mean, that's like one of the best things we can have right now. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna get some awesome uh, artwork from it. Great, a lot of great people involved. Mike was involved. Um, Brandon was involved. So yeah, support a black curator. Support uh, a small business, uh, independent artists. All these great things we need to support. Because right now, the COVID thing situation is very serious. A lot of retail fronts are gonna probably be you know open and doing curbside. But you know who is gonna be suffering are small time businesses. And that includes Uncle Dad. That includes Bar Bridge. That includes a lot of great companies. Uh, out there so what I can't say enough and I don't mean to be preachy but I just want to be honest with my listeners is that go out there and support small business go out there and support independent artists right now it's just one of the hardest times we've ever had in our life Mike Hampton you can find his art at MikeHamptonArt.com some of the best art you're going to find has all types of vibes and feels Mike Hampton is dope man. Yeah, he's sick get his stuff support independent artists support he's books. sick but he doesn't have corona he's sick though no he just has herpes ah <laughs> He's but working really, on that, though. I really wish you'd stop saying that. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> he doesn't have herpes. This is I, not I, I, don't, I mean, I, you yo, really don't. Yo, yo there's you a You know, question. your mom listens to this, actually, so I probably should stop. Hi, Mama Hampton. Exactly. Yo. Oh, and, and let me ask you this to tie this back Wait, into oh, the oh, beginning of the finish, show. Let me finish my side real quick. Oh, oh so, sorry. Okay. So let me finish that real fast. So mycatsandmar.com. Yeah. Find his art there. Yeah. UncleDadComics.com. Come check us out. We really appreciate it. We still have a couple of mics. Actually, we have very, very, we have less than five issues left of Mike's uh, How to Do Comics. Those are all signed as well. So please come support hey, that as well. Um, but yeah, check us out. Also, remember, check out ba uh, Baby Gabe's stuff. You know, he's doing the Twitch thing. Check him out. Twitch.tv forward slash killer, king killer underscore Azoth on twitch.tv. Could you just go with underscore baby gay? <laughs> but I think he's trying to he's trying to be a, be his own man now. You know what I mean? He looked I, at me and he said, I, I, he goes, I'm my own dog. <laughs> now, more power to you. also Absolutely. one last thing to check out is of course check out the Bart Bridge clothing store. Shout out when you come in, you'll actually meet J Man himself. J Jeff is always here. Come say what's up. Every time yo, if you tip him ten dollars, he'll tell you a joke. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> But anyways, check us out at Bart Bridge Clothing, 5540 College Avenue, Yee. Oakland, California. Come check them out. Open uh, every day, Jeff. Till when? Every day till Christmas. And you guys close at what time? Whenever we want. 11 8 every day. Yeah, check them out. Me and the crew about to come through payday. Come through. Come press. through. Come through. All right. And go ahead, Mike. I, I just was going to ask Age um, to tie this back to what we were talking about at the beginning of the episode. Would you like to have Thanksgiving dinner? <laughs> With the members of Superhood. And if so, what would that be like? You know, when you said that, like, honestly, no, because they're kids and they don't know how to cook and the cooking is trash. And I I thought about who I would like to eat with. I would like to eat with, like, Black Panther. Yeah. Because it would, like, be a, a, a festive feast. 
Yeah. And it would be our season. That's right? man, that would actually, that's like, actually I'm thinking call. about Fantastic Four. Love you guys, but yeah, yeah, I don't think they're seasoning it right. They wouldn't season it. They'd they probably they'd put raisins in the potato salad. <laughs> Right, like a, like a Karen would. Yeah, keep it real. That's a bad move, right? right or they'd have an yeah. ambrosia salad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you ever eat ambrosia? But I don't like salad? ambrosia yeah, salad, yeah, like, though. Like, I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, be like the turkey be like probably I. Right, and zombie girls smell would probably ruin the yeah. appetite well, for everybody, right? Well, I, it depends on what issue of zombie girl. Is that beginning? If it's like book five, this I mean, really like smelling smelling is bad in general. So I don't think how many issues matter. She could just, she could just wear like a, a necklace of air fresheners to help calm down the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. By book one, she's shooting. You know, book one, she's shooting up gasoline to get a thrill. Well, okay. Straight to okay. gasoline. Straight to gasoline. Unleaded, boy. She's like shooting that. Unleaded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like she's trying to say she, she, she feels nothing. I know. So she feels nothing, so she's trying to get a feeling. Wow. She, should get, she should get diesel, you know, hardcore. <laughs> hardcore. You're going to do it. You're going to do it real, right? <laughs> right. Stop. I would inject gravy if I could. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so... Up your butt cheek. We are going to have to wrap this up soon, but before we do, let's just talk some Thanksgiving real quick, because uh, that's what this is, the pre-Thanksgiving yeah. episode. Uh, you know, everybody here at Uncle Dad, we're thankful to be uh, just alive, really. Uh, but what I want to ask you is not what you're thankful for, like, in general, but what... you know, Do you read comic books consistently? Yeah. Uh, uh, pretty much. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. What comic book would you say you're thankful for this year? This year, comic book? If you've read this year, really, like newer series. And if you haven't, that's fine. What's no, 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 no. You know, I got to say, and this is big because I'm not even a DC fan, but that Three Jokers was kind of sick. Yeah, Three Jokers is amazing. Mac, you, have you honestly not read it? I, I have the books. I haven't read it yet. Hey, yo, yo, hold up. In the Dark Metal Nights. Oh, uh, he's dark talking about... Metal was kind of sick. You're talking about, uh, yeah, Dark, dark Nights, metal. Death Metal? Dude, have you seen that? I'm, I'm, I've been reading that. Well, I you, get lost. The art is amazing. The art oh, is my amazing. God. I mean, I, Greg Capullo and Scott Snyder, I love their yes. ba- Batman run. That yes. was one of my favorite Batman run. I love the art and what the characters, but I cannot understand what the hell is going on. So I have all the side stories, right? Oh, let me borrow. Dude, you can, but I'm telling you, even then, it's like, what the fuck? Do you remember? Okay. It's I don't want to nerd out real quick, but I'm just going to do it real fast. No, go ahead, bro. Do you know the New Gods series? Yeah. By um that's when Jack Kirby left. Right. So he's responsible for um for Dark Side, right? But the thing is, so for Dark Death Metal, there's a there's a there's a side story called The New Gods, but it's Rise of the New Gods and it's about like this weird black endless hole that's the universe. So the universe is now fighting what creates the universe. Doesn't that wow. sound fucking insane? That's cool. I like that. But see, and but, as all that's happening, you have basically like the, one of the Watchers. The Watcher is now going to find all the information of the DC worlds, right? All the different plans. It, it's too intense. It's, it's fucking crazy. crazy. Yeah. Did you hear about Nick? Sh- Did you hear about Nick Fury shooting and killing the Watcher? I, that's a whole. Nother that's crazy. Thing. Nick Fury know. killed the Watcher. When, and now, when was this? Recently? It's in this year's books. Like they got. It's crazy. Like with. I mean, I get it. Like that, that's crazy, but you can understand that the stuff that's going on in metal. I'm reading it. I'm like, I don't. What the? F- it's just out there, and I think they're making it. It's like I tried to read a Spider-Man comic this year, and there's like 19 Spider-Mans, and it's just, <laughs> it's just too much. And all going on. the yeah. Spider-Man. I think they need to just simplify it a bit, and like 
Let's just get back to basics. But that's the problem because people don't want that. People want real, uh, relatability, right? So that's why Miles Miles Morales exists and all these other Spider-Men. There's some sort of relatability to these. Everybody, you know what I mean? You have the family friend. Spider-Ham is a fucking, you know. Can, can I fun. nerd out yeah. with you guys? Because real quick, this year, Moon Knight, as he gets ready to have his Netflix series, yeah. uh, Marvel had a spin on Moon Knight where Moon Knight's powers can't shoot. He took on the Avengers. And he beat the Avengers because Thor's hammer is made out of Moon Uru, and like, and then Moon Knight took the powers of the Phoenix, and like, it was just insane. I actually didn't know that. Wow, that's and, yeah, crazy. like insane like, how they amped his powers up, and I'm like, like Mike said, it's just kind of too much. I mean, I, what I'm saying is, I get it; they're all superhero fictional characters, but to stretch them out to this, but that's Marvel and DC, but like. Nick Fury killed Watcher because Watcher was the only one who saw something he did on Earth, so he killed him. And it's like kind of so it's weird. It's just weird. That's pretty. That does sound pretty crazy. But I, I think like what to Mike's point, it's like I do. But I could see Nick Fury doing that. I, I think personally, like because Nick Fury, like especially through years of have years of gone, he's became very dark. I guess I would say. Yeah. Like and so because he, you know, the old Nick Fury of Shield, right? He was. You know, once played by David Hasselhoff. <laughs> oh, you know what? <laughs> What's I, up? <laughs> I, I got a character. I've so I've been writing for Superhood still, and um, I got a character. I really like the character Nick Fury, but Nick Fury's got so shady. But I've created a character like a black Nick Fury, Nick Fury who leaves Shield, but he has to fake his death. He becomes a black man. He changes his skin to be a he, black man. <laughs> Okay, to get away from the shield. That, no, that's not in this current series. No, no, but it's like, it's like a spin on the spook that sat by the window. The dude who learned the FBI shit, then he came back and taught the hood. Gotcha. All the gotcha, like. Gotcha, gotcha. So I don't know, man. I've like comic books have gotten so dark. Is it good or bad? I don't know. I think it's good. I think. Uh, Is it good? Is it really good? Is it all these uh, all these comic books getting dark? Good. Yes. <laughs> Is that? I yeah, mean, yo, tell me. He's like, no. Yeah, yeah, Jay, you, what you think, bro? I, I, I think. Wait, we're just gonna have Jay, Jay cough, okay? <laughs> Let's get Jeff Man's gonna be a guest real quick. I, honestly, like, I'm not huge into comics, but I used to be when I was younger, and it, now it's just getting a little too confusing, too out there for, for <laughs> Rayman's terms. Like, simplifying's better for me. That, that, and that's something that's and not that, too into. But I, I guess that's true because then you want to the get more people excited about it. You know? Yeah. Okay. I, I, and that's where I would agree. Like. The stories are too out there, like the de like the me death metal. It, it looks so dope, but it's so confusing. But but okay, but to, to his point, it's like our dark universe is bad though. I think dark universe is okay, right? Like evil, evil is or not even evil, but just real world situations are. I mean, obviously the real world, right? So it's like bringing that down into such a realistic matter. I think that's okay, like because the matter is now darker, if you will, like how Dark Knight, you know, Batman became. The Dark Knight, right in the movies, and they're a much more darker uh, take on the Batman movies. Not like the the Joel Schumacher stuff, right? And I think when you have the darkness, it creates a grittiness, and I think grittiness is what we want in superheroes now. But do all superheroes need to be dark? Like, picture Plastic Man. Does Plastic Man need Plastic to be Man dark? Doesn't need to be anything. So <laughs> no. Plastic Man needs to be DC's next movie. Hell no. What? Oh, Hell, amazing. Good. You would be down for that? Yeah. You're out of your mind. A plastic Man movie? Maybe. It's probably true. Dude. It's probably am out of Okay, mind. you know what? I'm going to burn these books now. <laughs> oh, don't do that. Someone doesn't like Plastic Man. Plastic Man is amazing. I hate Plastic Man, dude. I hate. I, He's okay. so cute. I'm going <laughs> to. 
My thing is this. Hate's a strong word. I do. I fucking hate plastic, man. Why do you hate plastic, man? Just like, just like. I'm sorry, man. What did he do? Why you guys? Hey, relax, relax. Did your dad spank you with a plastic man comic when you were a kid? That was a toy. It was a stretch Armstrong, and then he would uh, pull it out. That explains everything. I think, no. we, you know, let's unpack that. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't even remember what I was going to say now. That. It's all right. Oh, I mean, boy. Like, yeah. This is the Mike Hefty show. <laughs> yeah, it is. It always, uh, it always has been. Mike has technically been... Not only is he the host now. Mike doesn't want to get his ass kissed oh, again. Dave, we <laughs> bring it up right one. Stop right here. <laughs> bring back one, two, three. Okay, so, okay. <laughs> so what I was going to say was, um, I think, I don't know, because you remember, remember uh, uh, we had a very deep conversation about like the relatability of what's happening to the world, right? About remember what happened to George Floyd and everything like that. We had a whole episode about it. You were there and we talked about comic panels that represented into the world, right? That's dark. That's dark conversation. And uh, not dark conversation, but that's like deeper conversation. Now, is deeper considered darker or am I just interpreting that incorrectly? There's deeper and there's darker. And then there's getting deeper because it is darker. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, saw, I saw a twitch in his eyes. Oh, I've seen that. I've seen that twitch before. Is that, uh, is that what they tell you, Age? Make <laughs> it deep and dark. Um, I, I mean, I think Uncle Dad's gonna die in the Thanksgiving special. <laughs> Look, I think there's different genres for different people, and everyone finds what it works for them. And and that's just what it's about. Like you find what you like, and there's Plastic Man for people who like that, and then there's Dark Knight for people who like that, right? Right, right, right. And there's independent comics for that. There's like yeah. And that's the beautiful part of what makes us all able to coexist. And it and it and it go also goes with how you feel about politics or how you feel about gay marriage or whatever it is. Like we all have an opinion. Let's all try to coexist and let's all try to like whatever comics we like and if you don't like plastic man don't <laughs> hate the people that do like plastic man i mean i hate you guys but so i think the theme of this is at the end of the day we are thankful for comic books we're thankful for people we're thankful for pretty much everything right because the reality is this year has not been easy for anybody some worse for others some it's worse all the time but realistically this year has not been a favor to anybody so I implore everybody to support local business. I support everybody to support small business. Uh, if it's local, even better. Support independent artists, mycantonart.com. Uh, support independent publishing, uncledadcomics.com. Wait, I yeah, forgot my website. website? <laughs> <laughs> uncledadcomics.com. And support you know some of Mike's books. We got a little bit of merchandise on there. We got these awesome pins I'm gonna put up there soon. We also have uh, obviously Superhood, which you can buy in two different options. Just support the small right now because right now the world is getting too crazy. It, it's just madness. The election just happened. We were gonna talk about that. I thought we had maybe talked about it, right? We were gonna talk. About we were, but I think it, it, like there's enough talk about that going on. You want to listen to election talk? There's plenty of political a million podcasts to on the high. Sure, yeah. right? And it's and, I, and you know it's funny you bring that up because uh, somebody had asked me, oh, what happened? You guys didn't do anything about the election? And it's like we we had thought about it. I know we talked about it, um, but I'm glad we didn't because at the end of the day, it just it's everywhere, right? And everyone's talking about it, bro. Yeah, that's for sure. And and this year, it just doesn't help this year, but. I, really, I mean, really, I, you know, we do got to wrap it up, but I just wanted to say, again, H, thank you so much for being a part Yo, of this. Yo, can I give a shout? I right. just mentioned podcasts. I'm also part of a podcast called Duck Soup the Show and um, D-U-K-K-S-O-O-P on YouTube. Um, please check us out, D-U-K-K-S-O-O-P. 
as you guys, you know, Uncle Dad is like brothers, like brother show, bro. Like, we are not trying to get caught up in the politics. Everyone's doing it. Like, every, and it's not like, I don't know. We're not going to say anything that they're not saying already. So, yeah. I think realistically, you're right, yeah. Uh, Mike. Love you, Mike. Projection. <laughs> <laughs> uh, projection. Big shout out to everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. I love you all, man. Big shout out to the Hamptons, Mama Hampton, Monica Hampton, Justin, what up? To my peeps. All the Hamptons. All the Hamptons. Uh, Brock Hampton. <laughs> um, H, thank you again for being on the show. Thank you, bro. Uh, before we wrap up, Mike, let's take a moment to talk real quick. Talk some serious stuff real fast. I had an idea I wanted to share with you on air. Yes, please. Because, you know, I love to spring shit on you. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> but I, I need to talk about it with our listeners because if we don't, I want to get like a good opinion on this. Christmas is coming, and we all know that we all are dreading it, I'm sure. But you know what I thought we would do to kind of help Uncle Dad as a platform uh, just and put this uh, refunding back into building the platform? I think we should make a special, very special, a very special Uncle Dad Christmas episode. But we charge $1.99 for it on Bandcamp.com. What is your thoughts about that? Let's have a live discussion about it right now. What makes it special? Well, it's not going to be an hour. It's not going to be two hours. I want to do a three-hour episode. Okay. I want us to have friends come through. that They don't even need to be in the industry of art, music, media, nothing. Whatever we have come through, come sit down here at the shop. I want to do it here at the shop if it's possible. Have them come sit down, chat with us for about 30 minutes each, and just talk about Christmas anything, movies, Christmas movies, Christmas memories, bullshit, whatever. And just have fun, and because this year has been so crazy, and I think it'd be nice. I know, like my family would be like to be a part of it because they're like, "Oh, that'd be so funny to be on my son's whatever, right?" To kind of make it a special thing for everybody. And if people want to buy it, you can only get it through Bandcamp.com. What do you think? I mean, listen, if you get someone to pay for that to listen to our nonsense, then all right, let's do it. <laughs> Um, so I'd like you bring some of your friends. I'll bring some of mine. You know what I mean? Have we'll them slap each by. other around. We'll have a few laughs. Yeah, and it'd be nice like to get like uh, you said, Brandon's hard, but like get Brandon on the show. You know, uh, age. I'm sure age will come back. And I was wondering if it's possible. Do you foresee we could like do like a book signing thing here? Maybe we could do like the book signing thing where you guys go live doing the whole. The Probably whole not day. that because that'd be too much. I think that'd be too much. What do you think? We could record it. I don't know if we have the capability to go live. Oh, you mean like live live? You mean like live well, live record it while we are doing a book thing? But you don't mean like streaming live. Yeah, that's what he means. That's what he means. Is that that's what you mean? Maybe that's either, either either then or. No, man. then no. Okay, yeah. so that's how he does his duck soup, right? Is yeah, it, we stream live. live. Yeah, we right. stream live. But if you wanted to like record, just record throughout the day, like while we're doing a book thing, and have the corner where you want to have a Christmas moment, come talk. Well, I mean, I want people we know, not people we yeah, don't yeah. know. <laughs> but I think that that you you know what? that a little bit of both though too though. Maybe, maybe. Mike, we'll talk about it more. We'll talk. Sounds, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk uh, about it more. But I just not, I just I was thinking I was a thought to like kind of get some little extra funding for the show. Well, yeah. if everyone's if anyone's feeling giving, yes, that because you can actually both. donate to us if you didn't know that, Mike. If you go to UncleDadComics.com, there's actually a donate button. Uh, we could use the help right now, not just necessarily for anything personal, but just so we can keep the show running pretty awesome and get some more great things in the future. 
uh, all the all, all the money we really make kind of just gets recycled to creating more art because that's what we're about is creating more things bringing more things to, to people's attention and that's really what it is man so do you have an idea for someone who's gonna do your uncle dad sound bite uh, not yet but we'll talk about that off air it's gonna be cool uh, um, you know what I think with all that love all that thanks I have to say again thank you H Scott. It was a pleasure, bro. Thank you, Mike Hampton. Uh, Mike Hampton, do you have any last words for our thanks? first ever Thanksgiving special? Absolutely not. Thank you, <laughs> and good night. R- nothing, huh? You're done? Said it all. <laughs> okay. Said too much. Okay. Without further ado, we're going to end our special episode with one last joke before I introduce them. Remember, everybody, love each other, respect each other, and I will see you next week. Here is J-Man's very last Thanksgiving joke. So, no, we can't go out to restaurants anymore, right? At least not anytime soon around here. But you guys hear about that restaurant on the moon? It's got great food, just no atmosphere. Oh, everybody have a great week. We'll see you next. We'll see you actually on Friday, two more days with a Rapsgiving special. Thank you so much.